doesn't make your clothes fall off. <laughs> All right. Hey. <laughs> oh, hi, everybody. Welcome back to Drinking During Business Hours. As usual, thank you so much for tuning in. And to my left, I have Rich Chesler. <laughs> Rich. Sarah. Baby. Back. Honey pie. Another week. Sweetie. Waking up together in the morning. Cuddles. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so what else cute. do we call each other? Wait, uh, I got, let's see. You, you say babe. What do we call each other? It's mostly babe because you won't let me say hey. Yeah, I, I have to. I had to get back. Yeah, I had to get after you for that. I'm you, not allowed to say hey. Hey, from across the room. Oh, from across. Every, yeah, babe. in the car. Hey, hey. That's <laughs> it's okay. like, uh, you know, so, you <laughs> my know, name. Babe. Um, call me Sarah. Hot stuff. Sweetheart, sweet, angel yeah, sweetie, sweetie, yeah, whatever. Sexy thing. I, I call you honey. You call me honey and yeah. lover. Uh, yeah, I call you lover Aww. sometimes. So, uh, speaking of lover, um, I love this wine. We're drinking some incredibly good wine today. In fact, I'm going to move our guest's beverage over for one second and give a shout out to Charles Krug Charles Winery. Krug Winery. Yeah. yeah. We're drinking the 2021 Carnero Chardonnay. And uh, this bottle is not only delicious and really, really not a buttery, big Chardonnay. Not an oak bomb. Not an oak bomb. Uh, this was a beautiful gift from our... From uh, the director of marketing, Pam Novak. So right. shout out to Pam Novak. We met her at the American Cancer Society event at right. the Sony Lodge. It was an auction benefit. And she was amazing and gifted us this bottle. Yes. So, so thank, thank you, Pam. you very much, Pam, because we really like this I wine. I do. Nice, yeah, nice, uh, a pineapple, lemon, citrus. Yeah, some green apple. Yeah, yeah, I'm really, I'm, I'm really digging it. And you know, you know what else I dig? Our guest today. We got a great yeah, guest. We I, I dig who I dig. Today. Yes, uh, I dig, uh, I dig Leo Lamb. Hi, Leo Lamb. Welcome. Hey, y'all. He's <laughs> <laughs> got that Texan. Uh, the, I know the, the Southern comes the, out the, when the, I like, yeah, do interviews. I'm like, why do I say y'all all the time? Hi, he's y'all. Howdy. I'm like, thank I'm, you. Howdy. Uh, I, I am so. Uh, oh, here I we go. Laugh when I laugh too that's much. the I'm best. Like, oh, my God. Please. And now, what are you drinking, Leo? I'm having some Knob Creek bourbon from Kentucky. It's. Uh, I mean, nice. I love wine, but. Sticking to the South. I'm. Uh, I'm on this keto thing because we're in LA, of course, and we have to right. be skinny all the time. So, hence the reason why I'm drinking whiskey. It is delicious, and it does fill my insides and warm it up. Well, the um, name of the show is Drinking During Business Hours. It doesn't matter what you're drinking. As long as you're drinking something with us, then we're all on yeah, the Yeah, it doesn't page. matter. I've had people drink water, coffee, beer, energy drinks, uh, tall boys. Right. Exactly. <laughs> well, y'all um, make the Chardonnay sound amazing, and I, I, I might have to taste test yeah, it a little bit later. If you want uh, to, it's there for you. Uh, I I don't even know where to begin. You're one of my favorite people in the world. So, you know, full disclosure, you are one of my best friends. We met uh, we met around, I think, seven years ago. You were one of my first. Yeah. yeah, you were one of my first friends. Definitely my first creative friend. And uh, we met on set of Hairspray. Oh, yeah. Good we times. were doing a musical a musical together. You were seaweed and I was sure Velma was. Von Tussle <laughs> at the Orpheum, at the famous Orpheum downtown LA. Yeah, with my fake afro and yeah. all the things. It was such a blast. Oh, fun. It was very, very bonding. And you know, it's interesting, the context of that uh, see, that play 
is still relevant today. Definitely. Like that, which is really sad. It's about racism. Yeah. Yeah. Social justice and the fact that we, it seems like we haven't progressed at all. I mean, like we have progressed in some shape, form, but not enough. Like the fact that. No, it like that someone could have wrote that today and it would have been very up to speed with where we are currently. Even body shaming. Oh yeah, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. in the show, and I don't know. I agree with you. I don't know if we've progressed at all. I think we've gone backwards, Leo. Oh yeah, definitely. I have to be honest. I think I think we've gone backwards. You know, if you look at you know where we are today, and you mm-hmm. look at where we are, let's say even in the early seventies. Yep. When uh, Norman Lear was able to get All in the Family on Saturday night at eight oh, o'clock yeah. on Channel Two, mm-hmm. you could never get that show on television today, which yep. means the message has gotten lost. Exactly, and it's really unfortunate because, like, you know. I mean, we're fortunate enough to live in L.A. and like, you know, big cities like L.A., Atlanta, New York, they all they are about diversification and like mm-hmm. being open minded and all inclusive. But that doesn't translate to the rest of the nation. And, you know, I'm, I came from Germany. So, yeah, your, so, fa- your background is so uncharacteristic of what anyone would assume. Yeah. So my, let's just talk about that for a second. So you were you were born in Germany. I was born in Germany. Um, I moved to Texas in 97 when I was 10 with my nan and mm-hmm. um, she raised me there for 10 years. Then I moved to L.A. when I was 19, 19, about to be 20 um, and kind of fell into the industry by accident. Um, I met uh, one of my uh, fellow students on campus and she was a dancer and she convinced me to try out for this dance team on campus. Wow. I was like, oh, I guess I can dance. And then you just started really training and um, got into, did my first show, got an agent a year later and just like kind of hustled. But yeah, it's just like, it was so interesting to me because I, I was so ready to, I was so ready to get out of Texas because it felt so stagnant there. Mm. Um, I did have a lot of friends from different backgrounds, but that's what it is now. Like and being highlighted at the same day and age is that like, you know, racism is still prominent and Texas being like an open carry state, like going back now makes me feel more uncomfortable. I used to feel right. safe right. growing up there, but then, you know, ever since the 2016 election, it was just, now yeah. you're so you're Vietnamese, right? Yeah, I'm Vietnamese, okay. Chinese. Yes. Oh, um, and Chinese. And okay. Chinese, yeah. Okay. Any other knees? No. Maybe <laughs> Taiwan. I mean, no. Just, definitely not. Just uh, Chinese. Um, Chinese Vietnamese from German. Germany. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah that's that's an that's a fun, flavorful mishmash. Yeah, I'm sure. the United Nations all in one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, you started with dancing. Yes. And you uh, grew, you kind of discovered this thing about yourself. Like, hey, I, I got the beat. Yeah. It's it like, was, you know. I mean, I, I grew up doing theater, like straight plays and whatnot. And then ah. um, I also sang my whole life. So you knew you could carry a tune as yeah. well. I mean, I had, I thought I, I knew I had musical talents and like acting. But when dance came along, I was like, oh, I guess I can move my hips to the beat. and mm-hmm. So you were doing theater in high school. I was doing theater in high Did school. Did you have aspirations at that time ever thinking, you know, I really want to go into show business. I like acting. It's not really. It just, it seemed like such a far-fetched thing. Right. Mm. Um, like you do theater, you act in school. Right. Maybe in college. And that was it because it didn't seem attainable for most people. Um, and even now it's like the, the percentage of people that make it in Hollywood that come from small towns is, you know, 
Hey, it, I don't even think it's small towns. I mean, yeah. I grew up in New York and then Los oh, Angeles. Yeah. I started doing theater in first grade. I, you know, all through high school, graduated high school, studied at Strasburg, studied with, Amazing. and I, you know, I'm still you yeah. know, pushing at it. And, you know, I don't know if it matters that you're from a small town or not. Yeah, that's I think a good it, point. Yeah. yeah I really? Think, I, mean, I think it, however, I will say, cause I am from a small town as well. I do think that it's difficult to get acclimated. The extra challenge for someone from a small town, I think there is just an extra push. I'll tell you what I think it is. What I think it is, is that if you grow up in New York, Chicago, Los Angeles, Mm -hmm. there's a greater chance that you have nepotism Yes, your, you know, there's a greater well chance that there might be a family member or a friend well or said. someone you know that's, that's exactly in it. the business. Right. So that might give you a leg up, but even if that's present, sometimes it doesn't matter. Right. Or like you know, you know I was late for every audition in the beginning because I couldn't. I did not understand the traffic. I did oh, not God. have, and I, you know, I, I couldn't get my bearings, <laughs> the geography yeah. and the, you know, where you, because you grew up in LA, you, right. you had that laid out already. Right. So like, yeah, I was late for auditions and I've, I've never been late on set, but you know, it took me a minute to yeah. wrap my head around why is it taking me two hours to go four miles? Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's an adjustment. And even like, I've, what is it? It's been 14 years I've been in the industry and it's like, because I've been here for so long, I know now. Like, if I if I'm gonna be on uh, on set on time, I leave at least an hour and an a half. An hour, at least an hour and a half. Because yeah. oh. sometimes, like now, I live in Silver Lake, so it's even extra. Right. So, oh. and I want to make sure once I get on the on the lot, like I find parking, and then depending on how how long it's gonna take me to right. walk to the studio that Correct. I'm supposed to be at, I'm like, look, I just have to. Be, I just take all the precautions. And I just try to be like two hours, an hour and a half. Now early. we know you, know, you yeah. want to be early in, in show yeah. business. Being oh, early yeah. is being on time. Exactly. And you guys, you guys both missed it. You've heard the saying, you know, oh, everything in LA is twenty minutes across. Oh my God. Okay, that really used to be true. Really? Okay. I'm wow. not. You I used can't to be even able conceive to get of that. Anywhere <laughs> you could get from Marina del Rey to downtown, Marina del Rey to the Valley, Marina del Rey, twenty minutes, twenty wow. minutes. It really mm-hmm. that used to really be true. Oh wow. Yeah, but in the last 30 years or so, you know, the population in L.A. went from five and a half million to nine million, I think we're at now. My God. Yeah, that 20 minutes is now an hour and 15. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and everyone came here with dreams. Uh, Most people. Of being on time. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's my only dream. I love being on time. Mine too. I do. I do. It does feel, it it alleviates a lot of anxiety and stress, and that way we can just focus on the job at hand. So. So okay, so now you're you're dancing, you're booking gigs, dancing now. Yeah, like um, so I mean, for the last year or so, I've been working with Shania Twain on her residency. Mm-hmm. I've done, you know. No, but I meant like going back, like oh. so. So when you when you got to town and you oh, started yeah, yeah, booking yeah, yeah, yeah. dance. So um, within a year, I I got representation. Uh, it was a few months in before I booked my first gig, and it happened mm. to be with one of like the biggest like creative directors at the time. And Fantastic. He booked me on like Beyonce, Kelly Rowland. And wow, like, right got away. The ball rolling yeah. I kind of got in with the right people, which was Luck. great yeah. for me. And it was, it was tough at the time because like, and I'm going to be really transparent with you, like my first rep, and I will never forget this, they told me from the get-go as I was signing, they're like, hey, just don't be surprised if you don't book a lot of jobs because you're Asian. And I was like, Wow, wow, so you're gonna you're gonna sign me, but you're already prepared off the not bat. to right. You're gonna write me off 
because I am a certain race. Ooh. And the only thing that at the time I think helped me out is my height because I was I'm five eleven. You're tall, and I'm tall for an Asian guy. That at that time, and from, you're very good looking. Well, and you can you're drink without getting red. So much. <laughs> oh, yeah, not, not. My skin. I'm like, oh, thank God, I don't get the Shit. Asian glow. Oh my God. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just something that's always stuck with me, and it's always something I felt like I had to fight against. Is that is is the because of my race and my look and everything, like I've had that constant, you know, thing in the back of my mind. It's like, okay, I'm Asian, so I'm always going to be seen as less than, or I feel Damn. like I have to, I have to prove myself they a is, lot more than most. Uh, that sucks. Right? They instilled that in you right away. Right away, you know, like, ah, I, you know, it's a terrible I, I agent. Just, I just want to have fun, but you know, again, I, I mean, I left that agency after like a year. Or t- too and yeah and left left them in your well, we're dust not giving them a shout out then no no definitely not but <laughs> we moved but, on and that's the thing like I, i've been busting my butt just to show people that i am capable of keeping up or at least like you know i i do have talent i have something to offer you have a lot to I'm offer unique and like i i believe i guess like and it's it's tough because even now because of us being in this industry you you do question yourself every once in a while and it just sticks with you. Like I know I'm, I'm talented. However, there are days where I'm like, could I be more talented? Like, should I do something to make myself better? Which, you know, you can constantly grow. Right. You can always grow. You can always learn something new. So like, I I am constantly a student, and I'm always gonna keep that with me because I always want to learn and I want to stretch myself, of course. But I'm like, am I good enough? That's the one thing that well, I'm still kind of. A commonality that we share Mm -hmm. is our, we're both very spiritual. Mm -hmm. And would you say that that is a big part of like when you're, for me anyway, when I'm, when I have days where I'm feeling less than, Mm -hmm. or that these goals are insurmountable, I lean on my spirituality and then that helps me just push through it. Yeah. And it's, it's one of those things because like I, I am also, yeah, very, very spiritual, um, but it's, of course, it's easier for us to like, what is it, inspire and uplift other people. But when it comes to ourselves, like for some reason, mm. it's just harder to get those words mm. ingrained in our minds, right? Yeah. Mm. You know, I'm a very positive person mm-hmm. and I am very spiritual and I believe in metaphysics mm-hmm. and, uh, I, my background is, uh, you know, I, uh, it comes from a lot of the hippie culture. And always wanting to be at service to other people. Mm-hmm. And I find that when you get into that positive space, even if it's in the light of somebody else, mm-hmm. it still feeds you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I, the thing is, like, I know when like, I minister to somebody, I'm saying it because I also need that for myself. Right. That's what I was saying. And it's just like, I, I do check myself too. Like, when I have those negative thoughts, and I've, I've had some today. Even during my audition, I was just like, well, it was a callback. It's a callback. And I was like, it's a big deal to get the callback. You have to go through a rigorous, you know, um, but I like rigorous rigmarole. (laughs) I was was still like nitpicking at myself. I was like, okay, Mm. well, you're not as like, as, uh, as in shape or not in shape, but not as defined because like you've had a meal. I'm like, I'm like, why am I picking myself apart? I'm still here in this room Mm -hmm. with these people. Like, I I have earned my place here. Oh yeah, in demand. I I I will have. I I need to emphasize. You're very in demand. I had a difficult time booking you, and you're one of my <laughs> best friends. You're busy. I, and I'm so callbacks for the on work. the road. I mean, you know but, this this you know 
on set. So I will no, always you're make doing, time for you're you. Crushing. Because you're again. You're one of my like. You're one of my day ones, and I love you to the core. I you too. Will always support you in every endeavor. You too. Um, like when there when it's family, you, you make time. Right. Yeah, I will always we have make to, time. right? We have to make time. Because that's, that's our, our chosen that's fam. That's our community. We're chosen that's fam. The most yeah. important thing is who are you surrounded by? Right. How do they bring you up and lift you up and hold you up and be there for you? And exactly. You need to be there for the people that are important to your life. Exactly, because I definitely wouldn't be here without you. Oh, thank I, you. And, and we had moments where it's interesting that you bring this up, how because you've definitely talked me off the ledge a few times. We've, you know, dinners and lunches and carpooling. Yeah. We carpooled for, in chorus line. We yeah. were also in chorus line together. <laughs> yeah, we sure did. And, uh, and that was a lot of pressure. I was, I played a 23 year old when I was 42. And that, talk about amazing. pressure. <laughs> I was like working out, doing Wait a minute. abs do you, do, every day. Do you still have like, that skirt? Can, really, <laughs> can we break that stuff out when we get home later? But talk about what, you know, like the games of my, like the mind games that I played on myself during that whole thing. And so we really, really got to know one another very yeah. well during that time. And but that's interesting that you know I I never really thought of it that you were you know feeding me what I needed to hear and maybe you weren't taking the advice for yourself. I, it never even dawned on me until yeah. you explained it just now. We never take our own advice, do we? Uh, Isn't no. that the hardest thing in the world? Yeah. <laughs> when your so friend rare. is on the ledge and you're like, listen, tell him or her blah, 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 or what you got to do is X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And remember, when you go in that room, don't think about it, blah, blah, blah. And then two weeks later, you're in the same situation. And the hardest thing in the world is to take our own advice. Exactly. And I feel it's funny because I, I, I tell people this all the time. It's like, I understand that we're a vessel for the universe, for God, whoever mm, we right. believe in. Mm -hmm. And um, the universe or God will use us at whatever moment in time to make sure the person that needs the message at the time will get the message. So like there have been many moments where I've met someone and I'm talking to them and I'm just giving them this message or I'm ministering to them mm -hmm, afterwards. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't know where that came from, but I know that I'm being used to get this word to you because you need this right now. Right. You're the, the conduit. The universe is funny that way. I, yeah. I have a theory that the universe puts you where you're supposed to be exactly when you're supposed to be there. Exactly. There's no accidents. Nope. You know, if, you're pulling someone out of a car in a car accident, and then it's because you're the person that was supposed to be mm -hmm. there at that very time. When yeah. your friend needs you and you happen to just be, that's because that's where you're supposed to be. Exactly. You know, and I, I we all have that place. Yeah. We just have to be conscious enough yeah. to recognize why we are where we are on that particular moment. Yeah. Well, oh. geez, I hope I was a good enough friend in return. I oh. hope I... Well, oh, just Lord, just Lord, up he wouldn't be here drinking Knob Creek I, right, right now if you I, weren't. But I always just think you're okay. Like, I always just think... Because you're working constantly. Yeah. I mean, you really, even throughout COVID, you were working. You found ways to stay relevant and to, you know, you were auditioning and you were, you almost, I almost feel like you, you haven't skipped a beat. Like you were almost catapulted during that time. Did you spit right in the face of COVID? Oh, kind of did. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I mean, we're, yeah. I mean, I was very fortunate. Um, and again, I've been here for such a long time. So I guess like, you know, I've built a rapport for myself and like people know they can rely on me. They can trust me. Like. If I'm on a job, I'm going to bust my butt to make sure that whatever needs to get done will get done. Um, 
And I will do that for everyone and anyone. Like, yeah, I, I work my butt off and that's, that's just where I came from. That's your work right? ethic. That's my background. That's, that's my work yes. ethic. Yeah. So, okay. So you're, you're, you know, so going back, you're dancing, you're, you got an agent. Mm-hmm. And then when did the acting come into play? The acting? Well, I, because I've been acting since I was a kid, essentially, like mm-hmm. I knew, I didn't realize that it was never going to leave me. Mm-hmm. And I remember it was, I forgot what it was. I think it was 2016, 2017. I was working on some show and I was, there was a producer on set and they're like, have you considered acting? And I was like, well, I mean, I, I grew up acting. Like, I feel like I, I should be acting. And then, and I remember then after that happened in 2014, I did a show in Vegas and Bayork Lee, who was the original Connie in Chorus Line, mm-hmm. we were learning one, the finale, right? During our first break, she pulled me aside. She's like, you come over here. I'm like, okay. She sat down. She's like, do you act? I'm like, um, yeah, I guess. Like, I, I'm focusing on dancing right now. She's like, you should act. And I'm like, okay, thanks. And that's literally <laughs> what it was. And I kind of, like, let it go. Um, but then when when that happened in 2017, I was like, oh, my God. Like, people think that. I mean, like, I have the look, whatever. And yeah, I was just like, and, you, and you have the presence. Like, why shouldn't I act? Like, I, I, I have the skill set. Like, maybe if, like, you know, I just honed it in, like, right. went back to training and, like, get co- got comfortable again, like, I could possibly do it. So, yeah, 2017, um, 2017, 2016, like, around that time when I was doing that play, uh, that show in Vegas, like, I, like, got to see Hamilton for the first time. And, like, I was just inspired by, like, all the work that's being put out. And then now diversity becoming a thing. I was like, okay, well, now I feel like there's a place for me. Which was a tough thing to do. Oh, I, at that I, mo- I point, no place imagine. for me. Well, <laughs> and and rightfully so. Right. You know, like I, I, this this movement is long, 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 long overdue. Long overdue. Yeah. And I can't even. I hate that I call it a movement, but God damn it, it is. Yeah. Like it, and it's 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 pathetic yeah. that it had to come to this. You yeah. know, but yeah, it was you. You know, diversity had been long overlooked it no. was just a gross injustice yeah. to anyone outside of you know this particular type for yeah. decades and de- i mean for you know since decades, the inception since the, since since the, the inception absolutely right yeah. so so yeah it awesome was, it was like and like the thing is like uh, you know i'm, I'm I, I was talking about you know being confident in myself and like loving on myself like being asian was never sexy i guess for a long, for, as a male, like okay, Asian males could not be cast as the leading man because mm-hmm. they weren't seen as appealing. Um, and so because that was a thing, I never found myself appealing. And I was like, okay, well, I could play. I would always cast myself if I was casting a show or a movie. I'd be like, I could be the best friend, or I could be a supporting character. I would never consider myself as a leading character. Wow. Because I was like, oh, well, that's because not Because of thing. social norms and what they had plagued in the back really? of your mind. Really? Even with, I mean, I hate to say it, and I know I, I, I'm not saying this to sound generic or pigeonholing, but even with guys like Jackie Chan and Bruce Lee, and I mean, I know that they're doing an Asian thing that made them yeah. castable yeah. being martial arts, but still, they're, they're Asian leading men. Right, but there uh, is a specific niche, right? Gotcha. Mm. Like, when I'm, what, what I meant to say is that 
being a leading man in in like a rom com. Right. Like Crazy Rich Asians was the first time when we got to see like a an Asian male lead being right. like a international. Romantic, you know, an interest. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, when when that came out, thank God for that project and John Chu and the thank whole God. cast. Right. It was fantastic. Was like, it was movie. such a great, such great, a great movie. movie. Yeah. Like, it, great it film. Changed the scope of cinema for for all of us. And yeah. I was like, okay, well now we have an Asian male lead and. He's now a sex figure. Like he's he's one of the hottest people's hottest men or whatever. Right. And I'm like, okay, someone, you know, paved the way for us essentially. And now I can see myself. I can look in the mirror and be like, okay, I am attractive. Like mm. I could be a leading man. Like right. I have strong features. Da 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 da. Like now I'm starting to see myself in a more positive light. Um, and it took that, and it took like seeing examples of that in Hollywood for me to be able to see that in myself, right. right? To see the value within myself. And then, again, it's unfortunate that we've had to be on this journey, but I'm also grateful because like the, it's been a journey of self, self-discovery and finding the beauty within myself. And like, you know, as a kid, you hear you, certain comments are made, you know, you have bullies, you have all, sure. all these things, you know, in your experience, in your childhood experience, yeah. in my childhood experience, like, I came to America. I gained weight. I was like 230 pounds at my heaviest. I can't even what? imagine was, that. Yeah, was, we need to, I wish we could show pictures. I, I, of he's that. so I would lean. Love to flash that up on the I, I and he's so Leo is so the most lean I've ever seen I'm you. Right. And I t- I know that took a lot of discipline oh. and and you know the dancing I would imagine and the yeah. choreograph and we'll so 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 the acting so so yeah. you. Um, you started getting, you know, co-star and, and some guest star and like I was doing some things. Yeah. You were doing some things. And um, like 2019 was a really good year. Like Mm -hmm. I was like pinned callbacks. Um, I was on a veil for every acting audition I went in for. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, COVID hit and that kind of put a standstill on everything. And I, you know, it was tough. Like I love auditioning in person. Me too. I do too. Me too. It's slowly coming back. I stand self-tape auditions. Yeah. It, it, to I me, know. it is the, yeah. it's the antithesis mm-hmm. of being an actor yeah. because you're, no, you're not in the conversation with a director exactly. or a casting director, so there's no exchange of ideas. There's no exploration exactly. to get you to the place where you want to be in the audition. It's, exactly. I hate it. And you can't really capture someone's essence. Right. Right. Yeah. And that's Correct. a lot of it. Agreed. You know, yeah. a, a lot of uh, what makes one bookable. Yeah, and that's yeah. what I miss. Like, you walk in, you meet the director, you have, like, a, a, a slight There's an conversation. energy, that There's spark, an energy exchange, that thing right. you bring into the room. Yeah, and then, like, that kind of gets the ball rolling. And then having self-tapes being a thing, like, I, you know, you, you tape yourself, and you're like, you give yourself notes, and then uh. you try to do it again, you try to do it again, and it gets worse and worse and worse, and then you're like, I don't know which one is the best. And you question yourself. Right. And you question all your choices. So it's tough now, and I need to, like, get past that because we're... We're at that point now where self-tapes are... They're not going they're not, away. They're not going away. But the good news is your callback today was in person. So at least the callbacks I mean, are in person. <laughs> yeah, the callbacks are in person. So, I mean, I'm, I'm grateful for that. But, you know, I, I, I hope that we get back to a place where, you know, because as creators, we all need that. Yeah, yeah. That, that human interaction. Yeah. It's very, very helpful. And uh, casting directors, I would think, they justify their position a little stronger by being in the room with actors. No doubt about yeah. it. You're, it. It really brings out the best. When I walk into a room and I'm in front of a casting director, 
I know that it brings out the best and most in me. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I know who I am. Yeah. At this point in my life, I know what I'm bringing to the table. I know that people have told me for years and years and years that thing that, you know, you got that thing. It makes you special when you walk into a room. Everybody knows you're there. The yeah. energy, whatever that is. Right. Presence. And Presence. I yeah. feel gypped. Yeah. When I'm not doing an in-person audition, I don't get to show my pearls, as or, Michael Mann says. Or you know? see their expression, like, yes. okay, am, am yeah. I on? Am I you off? Know, yeah. When I book a job, and I know I've been told, like, the minute you walked in the room, we knew we were casting you. Mm -hmm. But now that doesn't happen exactly. very often, you know what I mean? And it's, it's robbery to the yeah. artist, to, yep. you know, because we have something, each individual artist possesses something that is special about them. Exactly. And when you walk into that room, hopefully that thing that's special is the thing that they are looking for on that mm -hmm. day. But, you know, not being able to bring it into the room. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's an extra challenge. But what I, you. what I yeah. love about what you said about how you're coming into your own, the good news is, and it's never too late in life to have that discovery, but it's kind of a shame when people discover it much, 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 much later in life. And the good news yeah. is you're so young. <laughs> yeah. What so like, like, oh yeah. So this is normal. Like you're just, you know, you're, you're, yeah, you're killing life. You uh, really are. Like you're, trike. no, you're, you're, so for you to like, you know, like you're really going to just from here, you're, you're just going to charge. Yeah. I, I can feel it. Like, I mean, I am in my mid-30s now, and... Well, first of is, all, you do not... And 30 is still really young, but you look like you're 19. Yeah, you it's do. It's just kind of spooky. Your soul is very uh, old, though, like, yeah. in, in sitting with you, you know? And I even remember the first time I met you at the improv. Your soul is very old. There's clearly this beautiful depth to you. Thank you. But you look like, you know, a guy who's a freaking sophomore in college. <laughs> well, you I were in that. Glee. Oh, yeah, I was in Glee. That was... Um, Oh my God, that was like 2011. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but still, 10, like, 11 years. Yeah. However, they play, they cast you as a high school yeah. student, you yeah. know, and you were not in high school when you were in that show. So that you kind of always had this gift right. where you could cast much younger. Just wait for the remake of Fame, man. It'll make you. Let, let's go. Come on, Fame. <laughs> um, I had a statement made to me the other day, like, um, I forgot where I was at, and they were, they were just saying something. Oh, you wouldn't know. Like you're, you're, you're just coming out of college. I'm like, baby, at take that plus twelve years. Like, <laughs> what? Like I was like, yeah, I'm in my mid thirties. But it's like again, I'm grateful that again, I, I guess I'm like Benjamin Button. I'm, I'm yeah, it's, in reverse. It really like, is spooky. It's like Dorian Gray. <laughs> like I, oh Dorian my Gray, god, yes. yeah. It's like whoa. Are, is, are Dorian kind of, no gray. <laughs> no gray. Hey, I think I no found gray. my first gray hair. It may have been like a fluke, but I, I saw something. It's just uh, like a flash of light. Yeah. It was something. But um, yeah, I just I'm grateful to like yeah to still look younger, but have the wisdom and the experience. Yeah. Of of someone who's been here for a while, right. because now I know what choices to make and what not to make, and um, I'm just wiser. But you know, there there are still things that that I wish I would have kept from when I was younger, like you sure. know, the fearlessness that that kids have nowadays yeah. and the willingness to just like try new things. Like kind of crazy. But well, we don't age. understand the stakes as kids, you know? Right. That's the thing. As adults, we're like, oh my God, if I don't book this, then I gotta keep going to my waiting job or right. whatever that is, you know? Right. So. Yeah, and I have moments like, where I, it's like, 
it sucks because like I do question my choices, but I'm like, no, 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 I, I should be okay. Like I, I should be comfortable with who I am, which I am in a general sense, like with my everyday being, I know who I am and I'm confident in what I have to offer and bring to the universe. But when it comes to my artistry, like we question it a lot more now because we saw the things that didn't work out before. And like, yeah. how do we now fix it or just zhuzh it a little bit to make it, um, what is it? Uh, uh, attractive to the person that we're trying to like present this version of ourselves to. Right. And we put on this, I feel like I put on certain facades for certain people. Um, especially like when it comes to like, socializing in an industry setting like, a lot of people do like we have to be on constantly and yeah like me being a cancer like, there are moments where i tap out and i'm like and i'm exiting right like, because there's only so much you're willing to put up with well you know i have to say another compliment to you is i can't help but to notice you surround yourself with good solid people you do not surround yourself with bullshit. You do not surround yourself with um, climb, by climbers. Mm -hmm. Your your network is working positive creatives yeah. that are you know a, a lot of them are the people that you've introduced me to anyway. I can't help but to notice they're working and they're just all about positive, yeah. you know, high vibrational frequency. Not oh, to get yeah. too into it, but no, definitely like it. If I didn't have my circle that I have now, I wouldn't be where I am today. Absolutely. It's important. It makes a yeah. difference. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, you know, all my friends are doing super well in their field, in their respective field. I, I, I have noticed that. And I love that. And they're always willing to go out of their way to help me. They're like, okay, what do you need? I'll mm -hmm. lift you up. And and vice versa. Like, whatever they need help with, I'm, I'll be there. I'll help contribute. I'll lift them up, whatever. Mm -hmm. It's... For a long time, I didn't have that. And it's very much like, you know, you, you built this circle for yourself and you assume that you're, they're your friends, but they're more acquaintances. And that's something that we're not really familiar with. We just assume that anyone that's friendly to us, they're going to be our friends. Especially here in L.A. It's, it's harder to make good friends in L.A. than right. it is to make acquaintances. Exactly. You know, I, I, I would say you know who your friends are in L.A. if they're mm -hmm. willing to pick you up from LAX or help oh you God. move. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are your friends. <laughs> well, I would have never known that you hit, you know, when COVID happened, that you hit a standstill by any means, because I don't know if it was social media or what, but you looked, you, it looked like you were working. Did you, no. you had some bookings, though. I did have, I did have bookings. Yeah. I, I didn't really work for, like, I guess, maybe three, four months, but then after oh, that, it was nothing. just like, that's nothing. <laughs> like, again. A lot of people, like, yeah, yeah had nothing for a year, exactly. over a year. And so. I was very fortunate that, mm -hmm. again, at that point, like, let's see, well, how many years is that? That was like 12, 13 years of, like, just experience. Mm -hmm. And thank, thank God for my representatives at the time that were able to just, you know, submit me for jobs and get me bookings and whatnot. Right. And kept helped me kept my head afloat you you have um, a big team don't you like you yeah. have um because i know we had the same print agent yeah right cesd and then uh and then you have theatrical i um actually not theatrical anymore but we are looking for new representation because oh, okay it's, it's 2022 and theatrical is hard that's the toughest category yeah, to get representation it is tough but um i at the time i was represented uh represented by block um as a dancer 
And we had a great agent, um, Jenny, uh, who took me under her wing and kind of submitted me for like theatrical roles and then got me a bunch of callbacks. And it was like, it got the ball rolling for me. And um, like, I've been getting some, some good auditions through my dance agent. And then, I mean, I had managers here and there, but then I got signed to a manager right before COVID hit. And then that just... That'll I, that oh, killed it. Darn. And that was yeah. unfortunate. I was like, I was so excited about, you know, getting my career going in that field. But again, COVID killed a lot of things for a lot of people. It did. Everybody. But at least Everybody, you kept yeah. alive in, in yeah. the, the dancing category yeah. and you're killing it. I mean, you were, so, so tell us, so let's jump ahead. So you, you did some co-star and some guest star and some really big television series, including, um, uh, not not only Glee, but Zoe's Playbook. What was uh, it called? Zoe's, Zoe's Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. And I, oh, wow. I that was awesome. I was just yeah. screamed I, because you did not tell me you booked it, and I actually saw you on screen like doing the splits, <laughs> oh like God, in the splits. air, like at the I don't know what it was like the scene no. where everybody's dancing. I'm like, that's my friend Leo, <laughs> and that was such a happy show. It was such a good show, and like Mandy Moore was the choreographer for that, and she's oh my God one of my favorite choreographers to work for because she she's very collaborative and mm. it's like if it doesn't work then it doesn't work we'll just change it up we she wants to make sure that every artist on her set is comfortable with what they're doing and the dancers that she hires for these projects she she knows we're smart dancers so it's like if we have to make adjustments with which for that particular show because it got to the scene that we shot was the last shot of the day and mm. they were taking so long in the shot prior that when it got to our scene, we literally had like 15, 20 minutes to oh, shoot no. our scene. And you've and been she, having crafty all day. It was like one of those hurry up and wait. Around, <laughs> we're not warm. You know? right. <laughs> having the little cheese, the right. string cheeses. And the <laughs> I like those little string cheeses. Hey, they're delicious. Oh, they're delicious. That's and they're a, non-fat. It's not, exactly. I, I don't mind cheese. the hurry up and wait. I just, <laughs> right. I don't like the hurry up and wait next to the crafty table. Right. I can't, I can't keep away from the crafty table. Oh, By the time my scene comes, I've had like, you know, and and three pounds of cheeses. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> we like Jesus. I love Jesus. That's why we're getting married. That's we, are, by the way, we are serving Jesus at the wedding. So oh, thank God. Yes. There will be Jesus uh, on every You will table. be there, Leo. If there were Jesus, I'd be like, Sarah, you got to fix that or I'm not coming. There are Jesus on Just that because of that now, there will be Jesus on every so table. Great. Oh, that's was so great. That's my ultimate. Like, that's the only oh, expectation damn. I have. For their wedding, I was yeah. like, just give me some cheeses. <laughs> that is hilarious. And maybe some, you know, broccoli you, to keep you, it healthy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Right. No, but it's going to be broccoli with cheese sauce. It's going to be keto. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. That was one of my favorite things is cheese and broccoli. It's oh, like you usually the options are beef, chicken, and like. And fish. Beef, and, but chicken, now it's. Fish. Yeah, now but it's, it's going to be, be Cheetos. Yeah, Cheetos, Cheetos cheese <laughs> And cheesy broccoli. Oh, yes. So yeah. it was the last. Yeah, so it was the last scene. You had fifteen minutes. Yeah, and it was Mandy Moore is at the helm. At the helm, and she like you know we shot it one one time, and she's like that doesn't work. We have to change it, and she changed it. That's the thing, like being a smart dancer, like you have to be just mm. flexible. So yeah. we changed the choreo a couple times and formations <sighs> a couple times. Every take, we would change it. It's such a talent. But to we be would able get it together to do choreography, just to follow it and to be able to. Ooh, and that's that's, so that's what we're trained for. Like mm -hmm. there, there were many. Um, um, my very first TV job ever. 
um, was America's Got Talent with Brian Friedman. Okay. And it was a live show. And we're about to perform in our first number, commercial break. They run backstage. They, they were like, okay, guys, we got to take these four accounts out, and we're going to add these four accounts in. Oh, ready? Da, 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 da. You guys got it? Good. Go. And we're like, um, <laughs> okay, guys. So we're just going to smile and like, on camera and just yell out commands to make sure that we hit every step and not mess Hilarious. up. Hilarious. I'm like, you gave us literally one minute before, girl. No, but <laughs> we got it done. Live show. It was great. No one messed up. So thank God for that. But it, it, I mean, especially for jobs with him, like it happens a lot because you do have to adjust for camera. And sometimes, you know, camera angles change without them discussing it with like the choreographer or director or whatever. Um, and so when it gets time and they, they see the shots being made, they're like, okay, well now we kind of have to adjust. And that's what, what's great about dancers is that we've trained our whole lives for this. And I love the mentors that I've had because they'll change things up on us last minute all the time. They're like, okay, well now there's a camera and the lights are off and like you, you kind of can't see yourselves in the mirror. Like there's formation changes. You just have to be ready for anything and everything. Yeah. And we're like, okay, well, we'll go for it. Whatever makes the, whatever makes the picture look perfect, we will get it done. And we will execute it. And that's that. Amen. So um, you, you got through that. We got through that. Scene, um, talking through smiles and talking just to smiles, the sides. Talking, ah. I was like, I was like, if, you, if you throw one more thing at me. Oh my goodness. Um, but yeah, like I love that with Mandy. Like, again, she makes everything feel so good and comfortable and calm for everyone like we feel supported and that's a rare thing for dancers it's like to, for us to feel supported by a choreographer or mm. even by the production team like really now it gets to now we've gotten to a point where directors producers are all excited about like having dancers on set like usually we're cast aside you know we're seen as like extras essentially wow it could um, not be further the from the truth you're the chorus, keeping it together you know? and i'm like but we Make sure we make your project look right. Phenomenal. Yes, like, yes. And the training, the amount of training we go through. Background and like, doesn't have to do anything but sit there. They need a lounge chair. <laughs> you're you're good at background if you bring a lounge chair. Then you're really <laughs> a pro. You're, exactly. Wow. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. So when they change it up like that, you know, I mean, I I grew up doing musical theater, but mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not a, I'm I'm not a dancer. Mm -hmm. You know. And on the last minute, oh, we gotta, we're going to take this four count out. We're going to put this four count in. Mm -hmm. Do you feel that that almost equates to the same way that, like, if you're shooting an acting scene and the director says, you know what, we're going to change this. I know we rehearsed it this way and we've shot it this way four times, but it's not working. We're going to yeah. change this and we're going to, the blocking is now going to be this. Or yeah. I want you to do it this way instead of that way. I, is it similar in that respect? Yeah, definitely. Um, and, you know, like, having having had experience as an actor too, like, you just have to be moldable. Like right. You, and I, I've seen it like on like multi-cam sets. Mm -hmm. You know, if a joke isn't landing, you try something new. You right. have your team of writers there watching. You're listening to the audience reactions. If it doesn't work, you change it up. Multi-cam. You got to rate on the fly and you got to memorize it. And yes, you do. Oh, absolutely. Exactly. And you got to yeah. put the emotion behind it. Right. Like having the proper training really saves your ass. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. So it, in, in terms of dancing and acting, like... Mm. It takes just as much work and effort and just... I think more work to dance. Sorry. I mean, I had a little snippet of it and <laughs> whoa. Yeah, you know, you witnessed. Yeah. I had a little bit of a difficult time following the choreography. But, hey, but you like, killed it and I'm proud of you well, for, for holding on. Like, 
that's the one I thing I had to too. work a little extra hard, but thank you. <laughs> everyone has like, I feel like everyone has the innate, like instinct, the initial instinct to like dance. Like everyone can dance or has a certain skill level to dance. As long as you let yourself go, mm. because we, we have a tendency to overthink. When we overthink, we yeah. question ourselves and we, we, we hold ourselves back. When you yeah. can actually hit that move, you're like, nope, I, I'm not sure if that's right. But I w- I'm the type of person I'm like, because I believe in you so much, I will drill it to the bone to make sure you get that step. And if anything, because we were dancing next to each other, I was like, I yeah. will push you. Like You did. You carried me through. Like I yeah. support I my artists. That without you. It like, never. And we have it on on tape too. That, like with that's that, interesting that yeah. you say that about not overthinking. I had a tap teacher once who mm-hmm. kept saying, Stop mm-hmm. overthinking. Mm-hmm. Just feel the rhythm, and, and you know how to count to four. Right. Stop mm-hmm. overthinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, that must carry it's, through in all aspects of dance. I'm yeah, guessing. and and art, like, and I'm thinking, you know, because of acting, actors have a tendency to really focus on the lines and the words. Yeah, and it's kind of the same analogy. Well, we get in our own so, way. We do. Yeah. We're like, oh, we but that word way. was off, and it's like, well, no, you now you lost the feeling. You lost. Right. You know, there's an organic creative flow. Mm-hmm. And you have to let, like, you can't try to control everything. And that's the, you know, being, I'm, I'm type A. And most artists are type right. A. We're perfectionists. We yes, want everything yes. to fall in place the way that we think other people expect them to, right? But no, if it's not organic, it's not going to read as authentic. And in order for us to be authentic to ourselves as artists, we have to let it flow. Yes. And we, it's all collaborative. So even as actors, like, we, when we have a scene and a line is not landing properly, well, then you work with the director, you work with the producer, writer, whoever is in the room to make that work for everyone. Yes. So it's like we have to give ourselves that grace and we have to be flexible to just change it up because it's not always going to be perfect all the time or it's not going to be exactly how we want it to, to come through or come across, whatever, be executed. Change it up. Change it up. Or, as okay. we've all heard, we'll fix it in post. We'll fix it in post. <laughs> <laughs> that too. So, so, you did, so you got through the scene, obviously, mm-hmm. with Mandy Moore, and yeah. it was an amazing scene. It was yeah. really dynamic. You shined. Thank you. You all shined. And then, like, when did the Shania Twain tour yeah, come on? Let's talk about Shania Twain. We know. came so close to seeing you, by the way. Oh, yeah, no. We, and you, well, her voice, um, she had, yeah. it, it really turned out, we, we ended up canceling, but she canceled anyway. Mm-hmm. Right. Because uh, she, she had a voice. Yeah. Because right. she's been working herself to the bone at that point. And, like, we weren't really aware. We we, we heard, kind of, we overheard, um, that she was working on new music. But it wasn't like we we weren't sure if that's that was true or not. You know, it was just hearsay. Um, but yeah, she was in the studio recording new music for this new album that just that she's releasing next year, and she released a couple singles. Um, just Shania, I have so much respect for her. She's one of my. So how did this gig? Oh yeah, how, how did you this go on, gig? Let's let's let the listeners know what we're talking about. Yeah, so Leo here. was dancing. With Shania Twain in her residency in Las Vegas, and it was at, at you know at tell them what hotel um, at the uh, Planet Hollywood. Planet oh. Hollywood, oh. and it's a big deal. You know, sold Planet out Hollywood. shows every night. Yeah, and uh, it's Shania Twain. Right, you know, iconic. Right, and uh, we were we were going to come see you. I think it was July or August. Yeah, 
And July, yeah, yeah, July. July. Right, and something had come up that mm-hmm. we wound up, we had to change the plans, mm-hmm. but the weekend we were supposed to come was the weekend that she... She had to cancel her show. She had to cancel yeah. the shows. Yeah, it was just that one day, and it, it, it was heartbreaking for her because she doesn't like to disappoint her fans at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it, you know, it was a health thing, and at that point, she had started working on the, on the new album, and... You know, it is gruesome, and she was traveling. She was trying to do promo. Like she, I think she's yeah. She just signed to a new record label, and you know now she's doing Beauty and the Beast, and now she's doing like all these promotional things. Has this new album? She announced a tour. Like this woman works her face off, and I have so much respect for her because she like she carries our whole team, and there's nothing. So she's nice. She's so nice, like so loving and. You know, like I wouldn't have stuck around as long as I did if it wasn't for her. Mm. She really makes it a safe space. And I love to hear that. And how did you get cast for that? Tell us a Um, little bit of the process. That was kind of surreal. I was like working, where was I? Yeah, I was working at Soul Cycle at the time. Yes, I I had been there a couple of times while you were working there. In between gig. Yeah, yeah, next to uh, Equinox. Equinox. Yeah, and and it was great. I've, you know, definitely, you you got me a couple passes. Thank you. Oh, oh. We host, at the, the WeHo Soul Cycle. Yeah, you guys oh, are yeah. coming back. Yeah, no, I love it. Oh, I love so, I, I spin, so I'm all about it. Oh, let's go. I spin. Hey, if you One guys want to come tomorrow so morning, I, come through. I have spin shoes. I, I my my gym membership has to have two things: spinning and a steam room. I love Those that. Okay. <laughs> okay, so you were you were working. So at you Soul. working at Soul okay, Cycle? Yeah, working at Soul Cycle, and um, I got a call from my agent at the time, and she was like, "Hey, like." would you be interested in doing Shania Twain's residency? I was like, um, sure, what's up? She's like, well, it starts in two, day, two days. I was like, okay. Um, she's like, okay, well, it's not confirmed, but we're going to submit you right now. I'm like, okay, great. Two hours later, okay, you're, you're good to go. Rehearsal start in two days. I'm like, okay, <laughs> let me... Like you Let have me go dogs, home. you have, you know, you yeah. have an apartment, you have. I was like, oh my God. I, and I told my job, I was like, hey guys, so I just booked Shania Twain. Um, I won't be coming in for the next <laughs> month and a half. <laughs> so if someone can cover my shift, that'll be great. If not, I'm leaving uh, regardless. Go. I gotta go. Yeah, that's gotta how go. it is. That's how it is. Yeah. When you in, get the dream gig, you have to. That is a dream that, gig. That's why you have that's a, a, a. You don't have a career job as a day job. Right. Yeah. And I so like because um so my friend Aziel Hardison was it was attached as the choreographer and mm. I love him. He's just one of the most beautiful human beings. Just so inspirational, uplifting. Like I was like, if it's his name, great. I will jump on the project. So I did and. We learned we learned all the choreography in two weeks. We wow. teched it in two weeks, wow. and then we opened, Ooh. and it just moved so rather quickly. Fast, and I was like, okay, now I'm doing a residency with the iconic Shania Twain. Now, where did you stay? Did you stay at Planet Hollywood? No, we stayed at um at this hotel called the Platinum, which was that on the nice. strip, but a little bit off the strip. Okay, but it's essentially like where all the people who do residencies stay because it's okay. it's not it doesn't have a busy lobby, so you're. You're literally, you have a small hotel lobby, go to your room, and if you have to, you have to order food, you know, you can just pick it up at the front rather than having someone walk through the casino. Right. Like, it's a lot. That sounds so nice, though. I like, know, just right? to have and a it's all time. It's all artists. Oh. And it was, it was lovely. Like, the front desk staff was incredible. You know, I had this massive room 
with this massive tub that would, nice that you could soak in, in after because your body gets so rehearsals. tired yeah so let's give a big shout out to the Platinum in Las Vegas Platinum. for taking good care of artists. We, appreci we appreciate. Yes, yeah. taking care of good all the know. all the residency kids. Um, yeah, and um, it it was we started the residency in December and then you know okay. we went back in March. And and then like what was it like meeting Shania for the first time? Um, oh my God, it I was excited, of course, nervous and anxious about it because. She's quite a diva. She, not really a diva. She's just well the the represent. Well, what right. I mean is just she's like this really badass she's female. Right, she's iconic. Everything. She's yes. iconic. She's iconic. Yes. And you're just like okay, like you you're literally meeting someone who changed the scope of country music, who created essentially created the genre of country pop. Right. Yeah. Before and Taylor, just, just oh, be yeah. just being in the presence of her. I'm like, just to see how her mind works. I'm like, I love. I was so inspired and it made me like want to be a better artist for her. And I mean, that's our job as, as dancers, right? We support our artists. Oh yeah. And again, I've, I've worked with many artists, but like to work with someone like her who gets it, who doesn't put so much added pressure into a project. Like she kind of, you did know, she, she rehearse with you guys? Yeah, she that's did. That's really cool. Wow. She did. See, that's really cool. So She's for the two weeks she was there and, mm -hmm. Pulling you aside, and I, I loved, I saw the video. I, it breaks my heart that we weren't there in person, by the no way, because you had this amazing solo, oh, yeah. the, you know, the video, and you just look, oh, my God. You. you're It just looked so, so cool. Thank you. But, yeah, she was the, she was the creative director for the show. And That's great. Just how, to see her be so hands-on with everyone was beautiful. Yeah. How many seats was that theater about? Like, it looked 7, like. 7,000? Yeah, it was Holy huge. Crap, so you're performing. Huge. Yeah. In front of seven thousand people nightly, yeah, and a solo, <laughs> yeah. and you had a solo, <laughs> but it's so wow. thrilling. Like, and you're like you're taking off your shirt. It looked like a little <laughs> bit like Magic Mike. I mean, it was that had to be a little bit of pressure. A little bit of pressure, and I felt bad because like I, I sweat so much. <laughs> and there's a moment well, where like where like she has her head on my shoulders, and I'm just like, don't sweat on her. <laughs> so, like, don't now, sweat it, is your family coming to see you when you're doing stuff like this did they come to vegas to well, see what you're doing at yeah that my um so on our last uh leg of the show my youngest brother maxi my sister Nora, my cousins two of my cousins that came from germany oh, came to oh that's great that's so cool and they've never seen me perform live oh, oh wow. wow so that was really special that's now, i know your sister like, yeah and your sister's amazing i we've hung out and you well, have a really nice family. You have a really, really nice family. We like to make people Everyone, cry on this show. Yeah. <laughs> we failed every time so far, but you may be I would have been crying if I were there, I'm sure. That's wonderful. Well, I'm yeah. hyper emotional, so it's uh. easy to get tears out of me. But, um, <laughs> no, it was really fulfilling, like, you know, to do this for such a long time. And for, for you know, this, for the whole time I've, I've been in this industry, like, I've never had an opportunity to perform for my family. Or they, you really? know, because they're so far. Everyone's away spread out. They're kind of everywhere. Texas and Germany. Yeah. yeah, and it's just like it's it's impossible to get everyone in the, in the same place at, at the same time. Sometimes, so like whoever can make it, like, even especially my siblings. Like, I've grown so close to them in the last couple of years. Oh and, yeah. You know, we've we've become really open and communicative with each other, and so like to feel their support, to see them in the audience, like was really special to me. And it was kind of like a full circle moment. I was like, okay, I felt. Like, 
I know they supported me my my whole career, but just I felt a little bit more extra validated at that point in time when I got to perform for them. And oh, I, I would not, imagine. Not, not to say anything about the way you look or the way we look, but age will do that. It it yeah. it closes the gaps. Yeah. And a lot of the other junk just sort of floats away. Yeah. You know? True. So it makes when they come see you a, a lot more special mm-hmm. because the relationship is different. Oh, yeah. You know? That's yeah. wonderful. It was a special, like, like, and then I got to see um, some of my best friends, Sarah, my niece, Naya, came. She's never seen me perform live either. My friend Brandy came. I was like, wow. Like, it took me a long time to, like, share that I was even part of this. Just for some reason, when I have good things happening to me, I have a tough time sharing it. Until, like, you know, I have to say I've noticed um, social media, for example, like you weren't really the regular narcissist that we all are <laughs> when we book something big. <laughs> Come see me next Friday <laughs> night, right, right. you know, at Caesar's Palace. comics, we're constantly yeah. like, I, you for know, Gallagher. And we're constantly <laughs> bragging Rest about who's in the lineup yeah. and who, right. you know, and, uh, but you are really modest about, yeah. you've been modest about everything, which is beautiful. Uh, like I, and, I'm, I'm just humbled and grateful that I'm able to support myself doing what I love and, working with my friends like that's a life I never like saw for myself like before I started dancing my trajectory was to go to college become a businessman you know be a multimillionaire by the age of 25 like that definitely didn't happen not even 30 25 25 (laughs) I come from a a Chinese Vietnamese family and I'm the firstborn son so the expectation is for you to become a multimillionaire by the time you're 25 be married by 27 have kids by 30 at the latest wow and it's like you crazy rich agent it's yeah it is such so much pressure and then when you don't fulfill that you become a failure in life and that that becomes your identity well, for such a long they must have learned it from the Jews because that's all we ever hear growing up is you're going to be a lawyer or a doctor. By the time you're 25, you're going to have your own practice. By the time you're 30, you're going to have a family. Yeah. Like, I get that. I totally understand. It's so unfortunate. It's so toxic. And like, yeah, it, I think again, I think off my experience here because I, I, I learned how to just, again, give myself that grace and that space to like just find my own lane. Who was giving you that pressure within the family? I don't want to trash talk. But, oh, okay. But no, no, no. But it, it's my father. Like, love him to death. And, like, he's gotten a lot better now. But that's the expectation because a lot of the pressure of, like, fell on his shoulders. He's the middle out of five kids. Right. Um, was the breadwinner. Essentially took care of the whole family. My grandparents um, and my cousins, like, he was wealthy by a young age by the time mm-hmm. he was 30 and whatnot okay Ooh, um, that's that's a big statement. is, is he in wealthy texas or is he in germany he's in germany gotcha wealthy by the age of 30 that's like, crazy he he a businessman entrepreneur like has multiple businesses like he does well for himself so because i guess like i'm i'm good be- in the sense that all my siblings are very self-sufficient they have their own careers and they support themselves so I don't have that pressure in having to be filthy rich for everybody else. Right. Right. And so I understand like where it came from. It mm. took me learning that That's about his past. And big of you. To, yes. To see it from that point of view. Yeah. And like he's gotten, he's gotten a lot better again. Like he sees that I'm doing well for myself and I am supporting myself 
So, you know, there's no question that I'm not succeeding. You know, there's still moments where like, okay, where are my grandkids? You know, like, can I retire yet? I'm like, dad, like, honestly, you could retire. Right. Because you're fine. Your kids are fine. Your kids are fine. They're all self-sufficient. Exactly. Healthy, doing well. Yeah. And and I understand that from from a standpoint of the parent, they, that's their concern. He just doesn't, he just didn't know how to communicate that. Like his fear of his kids not being able to be okay without him. And he supports your dancing. He supports your career trajectory right now. Not, not really. Like, so I enrolled back in school to, you know, appease him. Right. Um, and that's the thing that's kind of easing him off of me is letting him know. I'm like, look, like I understand where you're coming from. Like I'll go back to school just so I can, you know, get, have a degree, mm-hmm. have a safety net. I know that that's not where I'm going to go with my career. Sure. My yeah, I know it too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, clearly not. I am more, I have every confidence, every confidence, every element of my being knows that you're not going to need this, but right. it's nice to have, hey, yeah, why not like have a degree? Not? It's just, it is know? foundation. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it's life experience. Yeah. And, you know, you don't know you what never you're going to get out of it. And what tentacles right. are going to ri- arise and from one, this. One of the things we as artists sometimes fail at mm-hmm. because we paid so much attention to our artistry is the business aspect of show business. Right. So having that degree and having that yeah. e- extra education can help actually prepare your future for, right. you know, if and when anything should change or alter in terms of the or, work. Or when thing. you're just uber, uber wealthy and you want to... What to do with it. And you want to... Yeah. Exactly. Because you, yeah, yeah, exactly. And philanthropy Absolutely. and all yeah. kinds of, you know, areas where you want to Open invest a, or... Uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. A string so, of dance schools. Right. You know, right. Whatever that right. might be. Exactly. Like, you need to know how to manage... Yes, you do. You know, your assets. Yes. What, what is the degree? What What are you studying? It's going to be international business. Oh, Perfect. good for yeah, you. That's exactly... Yeah. yeah it's so it's you. really smart. Yeah, and like... Again, it's just extra information that I can, you know, have for myself. Right. So mm-hmm. whenever and I decide to branch out layers. and create different businesses or like, you know, create scholarships, foundations, whatever, like just to have that background will really help me. And like, I'm again, fortunate enough to have a lot of people who are already in that business or in that world right. that can kind of help me right. and advise me, I guess. So, um, you know, it was daunting to like take that or to jump on that. But I'm I'm excited about what it's gonna bring. Um, I mean, I still have this next year is just gonna be overwhelming. With like, I mean, gen, in sense of like work and like kind of branching out into new things, new fields. And sure. Whatnot, well, I mean, is this education? Is it remote? Like, can you? Yeah, yeah. Go, Do it Online. on the road. Okay, excellent, yeah. good. Because so, you're you're never in the same place for. <laughs> no. Let me ask you: Is there is there an aspect of because you know I mean I've been a working stand up comedian for a long time and mm-hmm. active voiceover or whatever, but I also have a little side hustle in the real estate industry and my family owns real estate, so. Mm-hmm. It sort of was a natural kind of progression for me to right. kind of do a little bit of that. And I know it enriches me as a person with life experience and, you know, things that feed the artistry. But is there an, an aspect of international business that's of interest to you where you could possibly see, you know, expending energy in? Yeah, because, like, I, I, I do have an interest in, like, maybe fashion. And I mm-hmm. maybe down the line want to create a fashion brand. Right. Or, like... If, if it comes to like, I want to create 
I want to produce films right. and whatnot. Like distribution, distribution, all that stuff. Yeah. And, you know, having opening up your, your network mm-hmm. is going to be valuable to me down the line. Sure. So like having this degree and like, you know, meeting other business minded individuals and, um, you know, going into different markets. Like sure. How, how does entertainment work? How does film work? How does fashion work in this country? Let's say, or, you know, it's, it's just things that you don't really think of in the back yeah. of your mind. Like we, a lot of people like to create new things and as creatives, like we get stuck on just the creativity side of it. Like we'll create this amazing product, but we don't know how to distribute it or we don't know like the social media aspect of it. Or right. like, there are so many things that go into making a brand successful. And uh, again, like looking into it now, I'm like, I want to, I think the next step, one of, one of the things for me is to create like this like fashion brand or just like start off that. with like, I love that a slight clothing brand. That's going to be, you know, um, uplifting, enriching to people's lives. And then, you know, taking some of what I make and then contributing that into like charity foundations and whatnot. That is so you like, I want to yeah. just help and other people. You speak German broken okay but you do you can go to germany and, and be and, fine right yeah, yeah and do you speak vietnamese or chinese i speak vietnamese so yeah. you're trilingual yeah which is a Jeez. massive asset cool. already so yeah. impressive so yeah you've got a leg up that's really yeah. awesome and i do like i i feel like i need to go back to europe and like spend some time there so mm-hmm. i can like refresh on my german and then maybe right. like go back to french because i was i took four years of french and after 15 years of not using it, kind of gone out the window. Um, well, but all, that's what happens. Everybody you would come Italian back. A year and I can't, I know. It, I know. Would, it would come back. And yeah. you're a triple threat. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's, yeah. I mean, it's like the opportunities are endless, right. really. Yeah. You could do whatever you want to do. Like and your father excited. is empowering you. Yeah. You know, like and it, that's wonderful to hear. Because yeah, I, I know that there's been... You know, because we've talked about it, and but this it sounds like you're in a good place. Yeah, I definitely feel like you know, again, overwhelmed sometimes. However, it's just like when I pull myself pull myself out of it and just kind of see it from a different perspective. I'm like, I have so many opportunities to make wealth for myself, to just advance my career, just to advance everybody else's career around me. Like, I want my people that I care and love and care about, like, to feel okay as well to be taken care of essentially. So if I have any opportunity in making that happen, I would do that. I would take that. That's Um, a really healthy place. And I really, uh, I, I'm very, very envious of anyone who has the pleasure of being merely in the same room with you, honestly. And that was your presence was so strong on the set of Hairspray and that's, that's how we got here today. It was so, so strong. I felt you before I saw you. And, Stop. you know, that's a star. Stop it. That, no, I, it's, it's, <laughs> no, and that's it. And we, we you know, and, and then, you know, as the, those rehearsals, that was, that was a difficult, that was not an easy yeah. project. Yeah. Uh, and we, we got through that. And then we went on to another project, and that was even more difficult than Hairspray, Chorus Line. But I... You know, you have star power. You have it. And you you just have that thing, that je ne sais quoi. And I just can't wait to... I, I'm envious of anyone who gets to be with you all the time. And they, I wish I could be with you all the time because you're just that high, 
octane just energy and spirit and the vibrational frequency that we all crave and you have it you got it leo you do and it's just i i can't I, i'm i love watching this um uh, evolution of you and as you you, you know you're just you're just going to keep booking and you're going to keep following this passion and and your talent is going to take you there. Your discipline is going to take you there. Your the acumen. Your spirit is going to take that's you there. That's right. Your generosity is going to take you there. Your presence it's, on the planet the, oh is going to take goodness. you there. Oh, my goodness. Relatedness to the universe and to what you consider yeah. God. And he's nice. He's so nice. Yeah, he's a beautiful person. Yeah, exactly. So, so this is, you know, oh, my goodness. Are you in West Hollywood? Um, I'm currently in Silver Lake. Oh, I that's right. Like yeah, Silver Lake. And, well, you have to come and over we were, and say hello. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. Oh, yeah oh, come on. The door's always open And, and to I've, you. you know, we've had, a, sure. you know, I, I had a Christmas party and you danced and you sang. You remember that party oh I God, had so with the piano? Fun. And yes. I love having parties with, like, all the... You know, all of our guests are artists, so artists. everyone's yeah. everyone's dancing and singing. Right. It's like a show. Yeah, like, some, like people would pay to see that. The party, you know? yeah. Whoa, so, what a great idea! Let's do it. The party and Leo. Party. I hope he can be there. Yeah. Um, oh, definitely. Any but, anything you you host, I want to be. Able to <laughs> well, I, I am you. grateful. I, I am grateful for Leo being here tonight. Yeah, as am I. It took a minute to get him here you know, because he's so busy. I love you. So both. we Thank really, so really just recognize that and. Uh, we're so appreciative that you took time because you've been on tour and you've been in Santorini and all these, yeah. you know. Yeah. Ah, I, beautiful I, Oh, wine. my God, you've, you've just been so, so busy. So is there anything you want to plug? Yeah. Um, I have no... Well, actually, okay. So I'm currently um, nominated for Best Choreographer for our production of In the Heights in Atlanta. Nice. Oh, my For Broadway World. Nice. So if you guys want to vote for me, the link is in my Instagram. Okay, well, we're going to vote out the for link you. So the fans yeah. can, the Well, the link's probably super long, right? But where it's can really they find long. the link? In, the, it's it, in your it's Instagram? It's in my Instagram profile. Okay. And your uh, Instagram bio. is? It's at It's Leo Lamb. So I-T-S-L-E-O-L-A-M. It's so you Leo you are Lamb, now a choreographer. You're not you're you're an actor, a dancer, a singer, and now you've catapulted into choreography, and and you're the guy. You're doing it. Very so, fortunate with my life, and I'm grateful to be able to share my experiences with other people, especially like the new generation coming out. Like we got to work with a lot of new like younger dancers. Oh, that's fun. And just their eagerness and hungry, like, like hunger to like just you know express themselves and show themselves. Right. I'm like, that's the thing that like made me want to be an artist is being around that energy it's yeah. so inspirational yeah it is i mean this is only my second time meeting you but i i think you're amazing and i amazing. i consider myself lucky and grateful to be able to spend this time with you i I'm really so i know how important you. you are to sarah she talks about oh you a my lot goodness. You're, you're which means that you're a person that i need to get to know more well, you everyone have. needs to get to know leo lamb <laughs> like he, Sarah specific, of course, like you've enriched my life in so many ways, more ways than I can count. And just feeling your love and your energy, like your light. Again, I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for you because you played a vital role in me being here today. Uh -huh. Like you've nourished me and you've fed me. Just, I don't know, my soul feels enriched. And I just feel like a stronger person because of you. And oh, thank you. I so, yeah. 
I wasn't, I, I don't know if it's the fish tacos I gave you at the end. I have fed With you. the heavy cream <laughs> sauce. The, fresh, the fish oh, tacos. So that, where was that place on Sunset? Anyway, margaritas well, were great. Uh, are, so you, are you at I, Leo Lamb on all your social media? Leo Lamb. Um, at It's Leo Lamb. Um, it's Leo Lamb. It's Leo Lamb. It's Leo Lamb on everything. Um, I did make a new Instagram account just for my acting, but. Okay. Ooh, ooh. It's and, Leo and Lamb is can, where people. It's where they'll find it. And there's no B. There's, yeah, no, the, the there's videos. no B. And there's no lamb. B. No, everyone assumes that it's Lamb with a B, but no. But it's, it's L-A-M. L-A-M. Yes. M-S and Mary. Um, Excellent. Yeah, and that's my social media. Excellent. Let's also give a shout out to some of the people that are important to us. Uh, uh, pretty Easy Podcasts. Yes. Uh, thank you, they, Alan and Melissa. Thank you, Alan and Melissa. They, they take make great it easy, care of us. And they yes. make us pretty. Right, they yes. do make us look very pretty good. Easy. Both are yeah, yeah, gorgeous. They, you know. Easy, easy, and pretty. And really. Alan, Melissa, thank you, and Charles, Charles Krug. Yes, Pam Novak, thank you. We're really for the enjoying delicious the delicious Chardonnay. Chardonnay. This is wonderful. And even though they have no tie to us at all, maybe they will. Knob Creek, Knob Creek, yeah, Knob, Knob Creek. Creek. Yeah, Knob did Creek. not know that that was in the keto diet. And Leo's looking as lean as I've ever very seen. Keto esque. And in seven years, you look <laughs> amazing. So, hey, yeah, uh, keto a plug and. Uh, and thank you, as always, everyone, for tuning in to Drinking During Business. We are hours. grateful to all of the listeners, we'll and we see will you see time. you yeah, next time. Thank you. Thank you.